What's up, humans? You're listening to the Human Up Podcast. My name is Victor Ong. And if you've been following, I apologize for missing last week. Making these podcasts do consume a lot of my time. I've been doing a lot of networking and, and meeting people and trying to bring them onto the podcast. And this is my first episode in having someone come on and talk about emotional intelligence, particularly using it to find clarity in our lives. This is something that I've been struggling with over the last couple of years in terms of really figuring out like what it is that I want to do in my life and, and also who I want to be as not only a man, but as a, a person, as a human. And it's something that I've noticed a lot of people struggle with. Um, it's kind of why we see many people going through a sort of a quarter life crisis, or if they can hold out you know, until their midlife, then they'll have a midlife crisis. But it happens because a lot of us don't have that avenue or that space to be comfortable being vulnerable and to express ourselves and, and the fact that we don't know what we're doing or don't know what we want. So you'll hear throughout this episode how uncomfortable I am in trying to figure out what I want. No one's ever really given me this space to to just talk out loud and to explore my needs and wants. And and it was very unfamiliar territory for me and um i for the longest time hesitated even releasing this audio but this is part of the growth it's it's part of embracing who you are and where you're at in life and figuring out how to grow from there but anyway in that sense right there's there's that lack of vulnerability and expressiveness and in doing so we get stuck in our own heads, we get clouded with our own judgment and what decisions we have to make. And because of that, it gets really hard to find clarity in, in our lives. It's, it's hard to really know what it is that we want or where to go or, or who to be if, if we try to do it all on our own. So along with that is sort of the lone wolf mentality where I feel like I want to do everything on my own, be the independent person and, and figure it out and not need anyone's help. And because of that, I, I bottle up a lot and uh, and it gets really overwhelming. So this episode is sort of a, a behind the curtains look on what a clarity session can look like. And this is something I recorded with a friend and mentor, uh, William Kelly, that I met Actually, through Facebook, uh, we, we joined a Facebook group called the Seattle Entrepreneur Network Community, which is an awesome place for people who want to develop more genuine connections with other entrepreneurs in the Seattle area. Something that I found missing in a lot of places where everybody was just trying to sell each other something or just to, you know, use each other for some way or purpose. But this community led by Shelly Najjar, a nutrition mindset coach, and Dan Hart, a marketing coach, is an awesome place to just be real with each other as as entrepreneurs, as humans, as people who want to create a life of their own. And what attracted me to this group, a little little side note here, is that level of authenticity and, and genuineness in the events that Shelly and Dan hosts. Um, 
they have really cool meetups where we talk about a pretty deep and profound issue in entrepreneurship and um, in starting your own business. So if you are interested, go ahead and check that out on Facebook. It's called the Seattle Entrepreneur Networking Community. So after joining the group, I met William and he specializes in neurolinguistic programming and helps others in finding clarity and direction. And I asked him how we could all find clarity in our lives. And he graciously decided to jump on and, and provide some some guidance with that. So I I took this as an opportunity to use it for myself and, and find my own clarity, um, which is something I'm still going to be searching for. Uh, it's, it's something that's an ongoing process and is definitely going to continue even after this episode. So that's my little disclaimer in saying that, you know, you don't expect to have complete clarity even after listening to something like this, but I hope it does give you some sense of direction as for the next step that you can take within your life. So I won't stall any longer. Uh, Let's get into the episode. This one's going to be a little bit longer than my previous ones. We we definitely go in pretty deep here, but I hope you enjoy after a, a short message from my sponsor, of course. First off, thank you for being a listener of the Human Up podcast. I definitely have so much to say and express and all the things that I've experienced and observed throughout my life that I've honestly been cultured and and kind of pressured to to bite my tongue against. So I really love being able to use this platform and this medium as a podcast to do so. And it wouldn't be possible without Anchor.fm, which is the hosting platform I use to distribute this podcast. It's perfect for me right now because it's free and automatically distributes my episodes to all the different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. And the cool part is that there are tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So you don't even need any extra software or services to to create the podcast. And you can even make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership by recording ads like this. So if you have a message to send and ideas to spread, definitely download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And who knows, maybe we can collab and create a a podcast episode together. If you do end up creating one, you should definitely hit me up and, and we can do something there. With that, let's get back to the episode. I think the question about what is clarity, you know, from, from what I see, clarity is it's knowing what you want. First of all, there's a couple parts to clarity. It's knowing what you want in any given aspect of life, personal finances, relationships with your health, with your spirituality, all of these different areas of life. It's kind of knowing what do I really want, if anything were possible. And then the other part of clarity is what path should I take? What, in other words, what decisions should I make? Knowing what you want does help inform the decisions that you can make. So we're going to play, we're going to talk a lot about knowing what you want and how to, how to get to know what you want. And then on the other part of it as well, knowing what decisions you should make is, which is the right path. I've got so many options. I don't know what to choose. Well, maybe that's because you're not very clear. So with the clarity question, I like to ask is, well, what if you did know which path to take? Or what if you did know what you want? Because now is always the best time to make a decision. See, everything is going to, every decision you make is going to be based on a lack of information. You will never have enough information to make a decision. So gather as much information as you can 
have a plan and process, be clear on what it is, and then start taking action and know that now is the best time to take action. Because if you can wait an hour, you'll have more information. You can wait a day or a year and always have more information. You're always going to be fed with more information. Right. Yeah. So people struggle with making a decision. Yeah. Confused with clarity. And and I kind of, you know, personally uh, would kind of struggle with that a lot in terms of making a decision. And I think one thing is, you know, how do you know, I guess there's multiple ways we can go that, but Mm -hmm. uh, multiple questions. Like, how do you know, first of all, how do you know yourself as much? And then how do you know that you're, you're choosing the right direction to go to in the first place? Yes. In a weird way, right. In a straight, we just talked about that. So we'll explore that a little bit more because those are the same two questions. Mm -hmm. How do you know yourself a little bit more? And how do you know what that you're making the right decision? So we're definitely going to get to how to know yourself better. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So let's, let's approach the other question, which might be a little bit more difficult for people. Because knowing you're getting to know yourself better is actually easy. So overcoming this idea that how am I making the right, am I making the right decisions? How do I know what decision to make? Which is the right decision? It's all an illusion. I mean, you will, you, there is no way of knowing if you're making the right decision. Mm-hmm. What we do is we decide what we want. We just, and we'll talk about that again. We decide the direction that we want to go. We look at our options and we sort of extrapolate out from that. We make a plan. And we, but we understand that there's no such thing as failure, only feedback. You know, what that means is you, there is no such thing as a right or wrong decision. The decisions that you make based on the information that you've gathered and your environment, the context and the timing, you put those together. It's a very dynamic situation and out pops a result. That's going to be what you call your result, the result you got. So you don't look back and say, ah, this was the wrong decision. No, because you successfully produced the result you didn't want. Or you success, successfully produce the result you wanted. Whatever. The result you got, you, your behavior in the environment, in the context, in the timing, produced that result. And if you could duplicate that, you'd get the same result again. So you successfully produce the undesired result. And I'm pointing this out because this gives you this new way of looking at life. It's not about, am I going to make the right decision and get what I want? It's about, I need to go out in the world know what I want, make a plan, take action, and this is the most important part, learn from it. Learn from whatever results I got, desired results or undesired results. Do you have the mindset to look at everything you did and your environment and the context and the timing and gather information from it to improve the likelihood of you getting even better results in the future going forward? That's what it's about. It's about feedback, not right. failure. Right. Yeah. So I wonder then if personally from my perspective is like being kind of afraid of that failure and not being able to recover from that. And so that's kind of how then you, I, I convince myself, oh, maybe I don't, I don't know if this is going to be the right path that I should take because if I do fail at it, it, you know, it would be really detrimental or have a huge impact. So, so how do you kind of get past that and, and get past the point where you can see the failures as more of a lesson and more of feedback. That's a, that requires a mindset shift. 
And I can teach you that. I can teach you that. And there's a very specific process. You know, I call it failure versus feedback. There's a model. You know, it's a very, very specific practice that we can go through. But what you're talking about, what you're alluding to is, you know, how do we overcome fear and not have, not be so, um, not let that fear dictate our behaviors in the future going forward how do i overcome my fears of my fear of failure and if things don't go the way i want i don't want that to be a a debilitating experience yeah yeah (laughs) you know and um that goes back into emotional intelligence right yeah that whole Um, conversation and and then that emotional intelligence of knowing yourself and uh being able to emotional intelligence is less about knowing yourself but it's about Whatever is happening to me in my life right now, whatever results I got that I'm afraid of, that I was afraid to get, and things didn't go my way, emotional intelligence is being okay with that feeling of if you want to call it failure or not succeeding or whatever, you didn't get what you wanted. Are you just going to withdraw from the world because mm-hmm. you didn't get what you wanted? If you if you have a relationship, most of us have had many relationships. We don't go through a relationship with a, a with our partner and sour and so we withdraw from all relationships i mean i know one person that did that and she's eternally lonely now yeah you know love didn't go her way and now she's not in she's not willing to reinvest her emotions into finding love again Hmm. so she's lonely and isolated now you can do the same thing in business if you want your first strike up your first business attempt it didn't go the way you wanted you didn't get the results you wanted and rather than taking feedback from it and learning and, and and making a new plan and going forward, you can withdraw if you want, if you'd like. Yeah. Yeah. So if we're going to move on to the next piece, which is, well, why do we lack clarity? And then we'll talk about how to get clarity in a minute here. But we lack clarity because, first of all, we tell ourselves that we lack clarity. And we tell, we, we tell ourselves that we don't know. We often say, I don't know. I don't know what I want. Or we question, or we're in this loop of constantly reevaluating decisions, and we have so many we have so many opportunities coming at us from different directions. But we also have media and mixed messages. Mm-hmm. People are telling us that, "Hey, look, you need to do this, and if you do this, you'll get this." And so we start to believe them. From from the time we were growing up as children, we've been sort of programmed by our teachers, our family, our friends, and all types of media. Okay, so we get this, the life becomes really confusing yes. on that deeper level. We kind of can think that we think we know what we want, but we don't really know what we want until right. we give it some good thought, some deeper thought. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's the question I want to ask is like, how do you kind of filter through all of this information and, and then really kind of define, you know, whether, because there's so many options and so many paths that you can take based on that. So how do you really choose one? Well, it's it's not about choosing one, okay? Until you remember the decision-making process comes after you have the clarity about what you want. Mm-hmm. So people get stuck in this loop of not knowing what they want and calling it a lack of clarity, saying, I don't know. This becomes a habit. People haven't spent the time. Most people don't spend the time to think about what they want because it's too confusing. When you look at something that's really confusing, oh my gosh, I don't know what I want. It's overwhelming. There's too many choices. There's all these mixed messages. I don't know my friends are saying this. My parents are saying that's cool. Saying this, blah, 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 blah. It's like your head, it gets yeah. up there. There's a mm-hmm. lot of noise. Yeah. So what I have people do is slow down. 
got to make time for this. And there's two, a couple really important factors to getting clear on something. First of all, you, you don't do it when you're in the shower or when you're driving down the street or whatever you, you put on your calendar. 10 minutes, 15, 30 minutes, whatever you want to do that you're willing to commit to and think about, I'm going to write down what I want in life, in every aspect of life. And one component of this might be business. What do I want? Which business plan should I choose? But more so filling out all those other areas first, you know, your, your, how you want your relationships to be in your finance and your body and your spirituality and your business and all that stuff. Those will sort of inform the choices that you make around which business path should I take. You know? Right. Because you want to create this most ideal version of your future life. And any business could fit into that, right? But most importantly is creating this future vision for yourself of how you're going to, are you going to be happy and enjoying life and everything is going the way you want it. Now, which businesses either fit or are misaligned with that vision? for my future yeah that's the question yeah <laughs> well yeah but you got to get clear on what you want so when i going back to putting time on your calendar and just and trying to figure out what you want now the second most important factor for getting clear on something is forgetting about how because what most people do is when they sit down to figure out what they want they have multiple processes going on in their brain you're constantly flipping back and forth between um, what do I think is possible, which is also limited by beliefs. Okay, so you've got limiting beliefs in there, mm -hmm. but you also have this uh, this evaluating process. It's going: Is this possible? Which business idea is the best path for me right now? And you might tell yourself, "Well, that's that one's not really possible because you're going back in your brain in that other process, and you're you're finding all the ways that it won't work." or you're limited by your beliefs. And so you're like, ah, oh, well, no, that one won't work. But you're not actually making the decision. You're, you're making the decision to not choose that path based on your limiting beliefs and based upon you evaluating whether or not it will work because you cannot see how it will work. So forgetting about the how is my whole point here. Yeah. When, when yeah. you sit down to get clear on what you want, forget about how. You can figure out the how later, but if you are trying to figure out what you want and you cannot see how right now, it will constrain your options and you won't see things as possible and they won't, even though you may want it, it won't get written down on your clarity list on what do I want? Well, yeah. I don't want something that's not possible and I can't, it's not possible because I cannot see how it's possible. That's why I'm saying forget about how, figure out the how later. Yeah, I like that. I guess it comes down to kind of capability. When you don't believe that you know how to do something, how do you know that, you know, that you should go for that, right? Okay, so we're, we're repeating the same question and the same process and the same struggle right now. You can become capable mm -hmm. at, at anything. I go under the assumption that anybody can is capable of learning and doing anything. Okay, so we have to leave the how out of it, forget about how. And also understand that you don't have to be capable of it right now. You can become capable. Yeah. You're, you're, and I'm talking about capabilities. If you don't have them, you can go get them. You can go outsource them. You can learn them. You can develop them. So forgetting about how, and I like to say this, it's as if you had a magic wand and anything were possible. 
the magic wand metaphor gives your brain permission to forget about how and to forget about what you think you're capable of. And it also, it also frees you of some of the living beliefs. If anything were possible in a magical world, what do you want? Write it down. Disney used to do this. They, they taught this. There's this Disney strategy. Uh, there's, I forget the other arm of it, but one is sitting down and just brainstorming and doing a brain dump on what you want. And these, these teams, like the managers would teach the teams of people, okay, when we're, when we're being creative, we're in full creative mode right now. This, there, there's, so there's a creative mode and there's the judgment mode. And, and I think the other one is planning mode, like the reverse engineering, but there are basically three arms. And you don't want to do two at the same time. If you're in creative mode about, I can use my imagination and my brain to create anything I want. What do I want? And I'm just going to be really creative. Now the judgment part comes in. So is it possible? Can I see how? No, that's going to constrain your, the creative part of you because the creative part is going to start shutting down and it's going to start kicking out possibilities because it can't see how. So you've got to learn to separate those when you're thinking. And that's why I like to say, if you had a magic wand and anything was possible, what do you want? Well, yeah. Okay. So I, I guess I do kind of see a lot of that right now. And um, I guess that's where I'm personally, I've started a blog. I'm, I'm talking to you, you know, like, like having that clarity too is probably an ongoing process, isn't it? Like, yes. yeah, you, you can't really just say that you've defined it now and, and then you're good to go. Clarity for me and the people that I teach and the people that I mentor my clients and all that stuff, right? It is, it is a, a new way of thinking. It's like in, in your old way of thinking, I'm suggesting this maybe very likely. I don't know. I don't know. I'm unclear. What's the best path? I'm reevaluating. I can't see what I want. I don't know what I want. Whatever. That's, that's a habit. So we're going to break that mm -hmm. and say, sit down on a regular basis on your calendar. And get used to the idea that you can create your future. Not exactly, exactly the way you you think it's going to be, but you have to start from somewhere. Clarity is, I know what I want because I've imagined it in my mind. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to figure out how to go get it. I might get it. I might not get it. Clarity doesn't mean you're going to get what you want. It just means that you have something to move towards, something to make plans around. It's a way of living. It's a way of a new way of thinking. So it's always like, hey, I don't know how it's going to turn out, but I'm going to be creative enough to allow my mind to wander and be creative and come up with an idea and come up with what I want. And then I'm going to use my my, my planning skills and my experience and my, the resources of other people around me. And I'm going to try to figure out how to make it work. And if it works, that's great. If it doesn't work, we're going to learn from it. We're going to, we're going to um, gather information and we're going to move forward with either a new version of the same plan or a different plan altogether or new goal, same goal, different plan, whatever. So clarity can be pointed at the, the past, the present, or the future. I'm clear on what happened. I'm clear on what my role in it was. I'm clear on my behavior. I can see that because why? I've set, I've created this habit of looking back and getting feedback from what happened. Mm -hmm. And I'm clear in the present on what I want because I use my creativity to imagine if anything were possible, and I had a magic wand, what do I want in all areas of life? And I'm clear on the future, which means I have a plan that I think will work to get this. Doesn't mean your plan is right or wrong. It just means you have, I'm clear on a plan. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. I, and, and that's the thing is like, at least you're clear on just any, at least just one plan. Right. I think, um, sometimes that something I'm kind of learning is that the fact that I feel like I don't have that clarity is almost stopping me from taking action in the first place. Yeah. So hold on a minute. We got lots more to talk about. <laughs> okay. I want to stop you right there. Yeah. And, and pick this apart and sort it out. Okay. When you say you feel like you say, I feel like I don't have the clarity and that's stopping me from taking action. Did I get that right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Somewhat. Why don't Some... you put that into your own words again? Um, yeah, I, I think, okay, I'll say it in a different way. I guess for, for me to take action, I would think that like I have to have a clear vision in, in order for me to, to actually go towards something. But, um, I think it doesn't have to be the case, right? I think you can, I think maybe I guess what I'm trying to say is that it's not, uh, it's okay to have a somewhat clouded vision in a way. Um, at least if, if you at least have a vision for you to, to go towards and then, um, it kind of clarifies itself later on. Does that sound right? Which part, which part of your vision is clouded? Is it on is it on what you could create? Is it on the plan? So it requires that you take, that you create something in your mind, which is your idea, right? Yeah. And, or what you want. And then it requires that you create a plan or reverse engineer how to get there. And then it requires action. Right. Which um, part of that are you unclear on? I guess it would be a sort of combination of that, which is probably not a good thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess it's, so let me just, I'll just throw out more concrete examples, I guess. Um, yeah. I, I think, so, okay. What, what I really want, and it's a vague thing is, is really just to, to help more people, just be in a position where I can either like have more of an impact on their mindset and, you know, help them really do what they want to do and feel like they are, um, fully fulfilling their their goals and and live truly to themselves basically how how teach them how to love themselves right and uh i guess in and i guess i'm kind of like overwhelmed in in how to do that um and i know that you know you're not supposed to worry so much on the how part but it's you know like you know i guess it comes in <laughs> this has a lot of personal um, negative and limiting, limiting beliefs, but it's like, am I capable? Am I even like in that? Will I be able to really help people in that sense? Like, is that even possible? And so, so I, yeah, what you're doing is you're going back in and you're, you're mixing these modes of creative, being creative and the judgment about whether they're possible and then the planning. They're all mm -hmm. circling around in your head. Yeah. So they're like subroutines. They're, they're all running at the same, they're all like going back and forth. They're running at the same time. And what we should be doing is shutting them down and saying, right now, this is creative mode only. Judgment and planning are not part of this. Yeah. Right? Okay. Now, when you're planning, you can go into creative mode, but oftentimes there's no reason to be creative about how you're planning something when most of this stuff is academic and already been proven, you know, systems. Judgment about whether or not it's possible or not, well, that probably comes in later during the planning process when you're lo looking at things like budget constraints, 
and all of the different obstacles that you have in your way. And then you can start making cost benefit analysis. Do I have the resources to overcome these obstacles? Yeah. Like there, these, these are like just little modular pieces that you should be doing. So let's take this specific example. You said, I want to help people. Yeah. Help, help people love themselves. Um, yeah. Help people love themselves. So let's forget about for the moment about whether you're capable or what the plan is to have them do that. So how would you like to help people? Like now, now don't confuse the two hows, right? But by what means, um, what sort of, if you want to help people, how specifically do you want to help them love themselves? Um, right. So I, I guess maybe that's, that's where I'm stuck. It's like, what how does do you, mean? what does it mean? What does it mean to help somebody love themselves? Does that mean you get them in a room and you teach them? Do you get, you find them online? Do you write a book? Is it one on one coaching? Is it group, uh, group coaching, live masterminds? Is it speaking live in front of groups of people? Yeah. Um, it's, it's all of that. I, so it, maybe it's like this interest too that I have interest in like so many different things. Um, and I want to do all of that. Um, and then kind of saying, kind of breaking it down and saying like, what should be the first goal, I guess, and what should be the first step to take? Because that is what I want to do is write a book, maybe be on stage and speak either. So here's, I'm going to walk you through, I'm going to interrupt you. Okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to walk you through this process right now. Okay. So believe it or not, helping you figure that out doesn't even start there. Okay. It, It starts with your ideal day. Look out now that you know that you want to help people. That's not the end of the story. Nobody wants to help people and be miserable. You don't want to be homeless and be in bankruptcy and have no relationships, but you're, you are, you are helping people, right? And you don't want to be overweight, but yeah. you're helping people, right? Like you have to have the full picture, right? So when you start thinking about your, your physical health, right? And your, 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 your person, the personal growth path that you're on, like, and, the relationships that you have, your intimate relationship with your partner and with your family and the friends around you, right? And your bank account. How does that look? How does your bank account look in five to 10 years from now, right? And not only that, but your income streams that are coming in, are they passive? You know, the ones that are not passive, how are you spending your time to earn that money? What are the activities that you're doing to earn that money? Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying is, if you could have it any way you want it, do you want to be on a beach somewhere with your laptop working four hours a day? Or do you want to have a large company with a bunch of employees and you're there 16 hours a day? I mean, you, you get to create this. Yeah. This is where clarity comes in using your imagination, but it's really going to help you to figure out what is your ideal day your ideal life look like in five ten years from now yeah how are you basically it it comes down to how are you spending your time how is your time divided up and what activities are you doing and what is what do you think is fulfilling to you in those times and and get clear on that we talked about this earlier sitting down for 10 minutes a day and designing this if anything were possible and you had a magic wand what does your ideal day in your future look like? Okay. Yeah. No, that's, that's the good, that's a good strategy to start off with first. Really. So let's do it yeah. though, right? So what are, if you were to say, 
some of the most important areas of your life. And we'll just go through them, right? Uh, right now for me? Um, yeah. So in your ideal day, in let's just say seven years from now. Yeah. If everything was perfect. Tell me, first of all, just tell me, let's get this out of the way, first of all. Your finances. This is the easiest thing to move out of the way. Just forget about it. Okay. By forgetting about it, I mean, let's figure it out. What is your, your savings and bank account looks like? What, what, what is your net worth? And what is, what streams of income do you have? And then secondary to that is how are you spending your time to generate those? Yeah. Uh, definitely, you know, striving for that passive income, um, being able to free up my time then to, you know, focus on being more creative, um, and, and connecting with people. Um, so passive income, whether that be having, uh, maybe having a book that is being sold online or, uh, podcasts, um, sponsorships from that. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, that's, okay, there, I guess there's a lot so, of multiple types. So, so financial. So when we're talking about finances, that's all we're talking, we're talking about money. That's it. What does your bank account look like? What is your net worth? What is, what, what passive, how much passive income do you have coming in and what's your active income? So those are, num- are we, those are numbers. Am I just am I throwing actual numbers out there? You're throwing numbers out. Okay, remember. Okay. Be creative. <laughs> you have a magic wand. Yeah. If anything were possible, yeah. go out into your future. Pick a time, three, five, ten years, whatever, and tell me what those numbers are. Yeah, I think that I. So let's see. I would if I can have a cash flow of, I'd say. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm being humble, right? I, I think 5,000. Well, hold on a minute. Yeah. Hold on a minute. <laughs> okay. I can tell what your brain is doing right now. It's already <laughs> starting to think about what's possible, what's not yeah. possible, and how to get there. Yeah. Forget yeah. about the how. Okay. Just tell me what those help. You're, and you're not used to doing this. No. But this is a clarity process I'm teaching you, and you can teach this to others, is you first need to imagine what you want. Forget about what's possible. Forget about how you're going to get there. Forget about the plan. What do you want? Yeah. Um, I, if I can have a, a cash flow of ten thousand dollars coming in, um, so that I can, you know, put that, Is that some, per day. Is that per year? Per month? Uh, per month. Okay. And uh, a lot and of have, people are doing that per day. You know. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So if ten, if, if 10, 10, uh, 10 grand cash flow per month is okay, is that passive income? Uh, that is passive. Yeah. So you don't, you set it up. You don't have to do anything to generate that. That's great. Then how are you, are you generating income any other ways throughout your day or days? Yeah. Um, I would be, um, you know, doing, uh, uh, talks. I would. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay. So your total income. I, th- I think you were talking about just passive income there, but what's your total income per month in, you know, X number of years? And by the way, what, how far out in the future are you? Are you five, seven, ten years? I'll say seven. Seven years. So you're generating only 10,000 per month? Uh, <laughs> I know, I know. It's, it's, okay, let's see. I'll say, cause I want to be like realistic too, in a way. Because I'm, am I evaluating it too, though, to like a certain lifestyle that I want? Like, you know, see, all this we'll figure out later. Mm-hmm. You got to get it out there. But you're, see, if you, if you set a, if you, if you said I want a million dollars a month in seven years and you hit 10% of that, you're at a hundred thousand. You can, if you can afford to hit a small percentage of your goal, 
Yeah. Right. But, 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 so this is step one. See, we, we want to shut out everything right now. This clarity process about is about being creative and it's not about planning. It's not about judgment. It's not about what you think is possible. It's like, what do you want? Get used to the idea of deciding what you want. Yeah. Okay. So let's just say $20,000 a month, uh, both passive and active income. Does that seem, does that seem like a big number to you or a small number to you or, or how it does seem you? big right now? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, okay. yeah, I can tell you right now. There's not a lot you can do with a million dollars a year these days. And you're way under a million. So all of the things you cannot do with $10,000 a month, there's more you cannot do with that than you can do with it. Mm. That's a, it's, a, I'm just telling you from experience. That's a, that's a very, very small number. Okay. And if you're not comfortable setting your number higher, then just freaking set it higher and get used to looking at it. Cause this is also about getting the clarity about getting comfortable with with something bit better or bigger than what you can imagine right now. Right. And if you're going to be helping other people, you're going to be helping them imagine a bigger future for themselves. Mm -hmm. And the best place to do that is to start imagining a bigger and better future for yourself. So anyway, I'm leaving it at that. You said 10 and you said maybe 20. Okay. Savings and bank account net worth. Um, Savings, uh, I'd, I'd have at least, you know, half a million, um, net worth. I, that, I, I imagined a lot of assets. So, um, you know, I could, that could go up in a couple millions, I guess. Well, if anything were possible, what would that look like? Like actually look out into your future and see yourself in seven years and look at your bank statement seven years see the savings account at five hundred thousand. yeah you know look at your the transaction going through your account you had 10 grand come in in one month in seven years from now your net worth could be anything if you have some real estate holdings or some different types of investments in stock see that when you start to see this stuff it becomes normal because right now you're like, I can hear the uncomfortableness in your voice. There's a lot of doubt. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, but when you, a belief is only something, it is, is something that you've thought about or said to yourself so many times that you believe it's true or you believed it was true once and you just repeated it. And it, now it looks so real. But I guarantee you, if you wake up every morning and you tell yourself, you look in the mirror and you write it down and you see your bank account at your savings at 500,000 in seven years, you're going to start, that becomes familiar. And the, within a few weeks, you look at it so many times, it becomes real, just like all the false beliefs that you believe right now. Mm -hmm. They're not real. They're only real because you've thought about them so much that they look real. So I'm giving you the opportunity to create something in your mind, look at it as often as you want, tell it to yourself as often as you want, and get familiar with it because the more you look at it, the more real it's going to become. And guess what starts to happen? Your behaviors line up behind your beliefs. Okay. If you think that making 10 grand a month is a big deal and it's not possible, it's kind of scary. You doubt if you can do it. Well, how do you think you're going to show up in the world? Are you going to go get it and pound the pavement and make it happen day after day and have a good time doing it? Are you going to be successful at it? You don't even really believe it's possible. Or if you believe, ah, oh, no problem. I can do that. And I've got a plan to go do it. It's possible. Now that I believe it's possible and I really want it, 
your behaviors are going to start showing up behind that, line up behind it. Right, right. But what this means is sitting down and writing it out. Yeah. So then we move on to something like, okay, relationships. Are you married? Are you single? Do you have a girlfriend or boyfriend? I don't know, whatever, right? I mean, like, who who is a significant other in your life that you want to have? In, in the future, describing the qual the qualities of that person. Are you do you have are you going to be having children? Do you want to you know have do you want to be creating a home and a house with, with this person? Yeah. So I I definitely do envision a a long term committed relationship with someone uh, that I can just share the world with. Um, not sure if we'll be married by thirty five, but I think we'll just we'll be definitely be in a committed relationship. Um, Kids are sort of undecided TBA <laughs> mm -hmm. or TBD. Um, uh, but yeah, in a, in a nice, beautiful home. Um, yeah. 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 Okay. Now you can start thinking about how are you spending your time with these people? Are we, and, and the other relationships in your life, talking about your mentors and your friends and your family. Like, how are you spending? Because we're talking about relationships right now, but when we're talking about relationships, we're talking about time spent with these people. How much time are you spending with them and, and what types of things are you doing? But we're still talking about these relationships, all of your family and your friends and all of the relationships in your life, your coworkers and your business partners and whatnot. Yeah. We're talking about your ideal day. So talk to me again about your ideal day as it relates to relationships. Yeah. I think I'm going to spend at least half a day with people, with any person in my, in my network and, and, and just be around people. So it's like around my relationship, or I mean, my significant other, my family, uh, friends, and whether that means traveling and, and going to see them in different places or traveling with them. Yeah. Uh, just basically be able to spend half, half a day with them at least. That's awesome. So you got, you have a block of your time in your day that you have for work and you've got a block of time in your day that you have for spending time in relationships. And you've just now said in a perfect world, if I had a magic wand, I would spend about half my day with the important people yeah. in my life. Now, there's a lot of overlap there, which is really cool because some of that overlap can occur with inside of the business that you create. Yeah. See? Yeah. It can be those people and maybe those who, who knows what that network looks like. Also, this is starting to inform what type of business you want to start and what your options are. It can help you start filtering them out. Is a particular option right now in your life when you start thinking of ideas of how you want to help other people love themselves is find a way to do it that's consistent with that vision you just described. Half a day with the important people in your life. Right. Create a vision because remember, this is a magic wand scenario. You can create anything you want. You can create a business which helps other people love themselves and produce $10,000 a month doing it with 500K in savings, $2 million net worth, and you get to spend half your day with the people that you love and are important to you. Yeah. yeah. Now, that's the best case scenario that you can imagine right now. Now, it might look a lot different than that. It might be this or something even better. Yeah. Totally possible. Or it might be almost this. It might be 10, 15, 20% of this, but that's still a success. 
Right. The, the idea from the outset, let's look at what you want, the ideal scenario. And if we go back to the beginning of the conversation and we take that failure versus feedback loop and we're looking at clarity from what did I do? What are the results I got? What am I doing now? What do I want? What do I think I can do differently in the future? You combine that and now you're increasing the likelihood that your vision for your future is actually going to look a lot more like you want it to look. It's just, I, it's so interesting. All this stuff ties together, isn't it? It is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think I have a lot to, to work off of now. Yeah. Um, so you can continue to build out your future, your future vision for yourself, you know, and it's, and it's, it's also maybe you want to put in your personal development. What kind of man do you want to be? Yeah. I like this one a lot. This is one of my favorite pieces of this is what's, who, what kind of Victor Ong do you want to become? Yeah. What are my characteristics and my values and my qualities and how do I treat others and what's important to me? Right. Yeah. What are, what are the things I see in other people that I'd like to add to myself? What are the qualities and characteristics of the people that I admire that I want to add to myself for my future so I can live into them? And you're going to write those down. Right. Because right. this is about being clear on who you want to become. You're going to evolve into someone. Why not be intentional about it? This is also clarity. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just, I'm just thinking and, and not sure if this is the right way to think, but I battle myself around like, what feels natural, I guess, right? And knowing myself now, I guess this goes into like, you know, putting yourself out of your comfort zone and whatnot. But it's, it's like, what if I feel unnatural being some, someone or, or striving for someone that I think that I want, but, uh, you know, then it becomes unnatural or that I don't necessarily, that, or I find out that I didn't value that or didn't want that. Is that, was that, a clear question. I don't know if that was. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you go out, ask your future self what the answer to that question is and tell it to me now. Hmm. Um, yeah. I, well, let's see. I guess, I guess I worry. I'm pessimistic. I, I worry that I might be too focused on, on a business or the money that, that I don't, that I, that I leave the ones I love behind. Um, that hey, I don't. On, I'm gonna, yeah, I know. Sure. I'm going to interrupt you. Okay. Yeah. So what we're talking about is creating the world that you want because we know that the world you have today is different from the world you're going to have in the future, mm-hmm. and that always means you leave something behind. But it also also means you get to bring whatever you want forward with you. You get to leave behind things, and you get to bring things forward with you. But you're you're evolving intentionally. So the worry that, well, what if it doesn't, what was your word? What if I don't feel like um, it's in alignment? That's my word. I know that wasn't your word. Oh, yeah. I forgot what I used too. Yeah, <laughs> but, if it's but not, being comfortable, you know. Being uh, comfortable, yes. With, yeah. with, and if, if at any point you're not comfortable, then just don't do it. But also be aware and change it. But be aware that we're talking about the most important fundamental things that, that are meaningful is, is what kind of a man do you want to be? Yeah. Right? And that, that, that's going to permeate and overlay it on every other thing you do in your life. Yeah. Right. That is what's most important. Um, because no matter what's happening in the situations around you, you get to be that man. And so if it's not comfortable, take it out. If, if it doesn't feel or like natural, it, natural it feel, a, yeah. yeah, natural. If it doesn't feel natural, then, then remove it, but keep this in mind. Your identity now is who you are up to this point and who you have been. 
your identity doesn't include who you're going to become, but we already know in 20 years, your identity will have shifted. You're going to go through a lot in 20 years and you're going to grow and change and evolve and you will have a different identity in 20 yeah. years. It'll have some of the, some of the old you and, and some parts will be left out and some parts will be, you know, um, expanded upon, intensified. But, but, but see, you've gotten to this point in your life right now by not choosing who you are. You just ended up here. You're like, okay, here I am. How do I get here? I didn't design this, right? I'm not, I'm, maybe I'm glad who I am, you might be saying to yourself, and I'm happy about some aspects and not other aspects. So great. This is your perfect opportunity to be clear on who you want to become. We're talking about clarity. What kind of a man do you want to become? And then create that by everything, all of your role models around you and the things that you can imagine, whether they're from the movies, from media, from history, from families, from friends, or even just made up things that you can make up in your mind and create that future version of yourself. If that goes on your paper, what you're going to write out, personal, who do I want to be, my identity, who's the man I want to become? Yeah. And you said if it doesn't feel natural, see, here's the thing about identity. And when you make shifts and changes to your identity, it's never going to feel natural. I mean, if the identity is going to want to resist and hold you back and maintain, what is identity? Identity is a fixed sort of thing. And you can't just go be another person. Because you just can't because you're you, but you can slowly evolve into a new one. And there's always going to be a little bit of discomfort there, but the discomfort is in the, the shifting itself. It's not in what you're shifting to, because if you decided that you want something to trust yourself and to say, I'm clear about that quality and that other man right there that I see, I liked how he shows up on stage when he's speaking and I like the way he moves his body. He can be in complete misalignment with you on a values level. But you can mm -hmm. just say, I like how he moves his body and how the crowd responds, responds mm -hmm. to that. And I want to add that to my future self. You get to design the identity that is going to change. So you might as well create something that you want to change into. And that goes back to being clear on it, being creative, adding to it, design it, forgetting about the how and putting it on your calendar, making sure that you're spending some time creating this person. Right. That, that feels good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. All right. Yeah. So actually, I guess that will be an exercise I can do is really just envision and, and draw out this, this person I want to be. Yeah. Um, it's as far as I'm concerned, it's the most important part yeah. of everything we're talking about. Right. Yeah. And because everything else is built around and on top of this and through this. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're talking about. Your future, the future version of yourself and your family and your finances, relationships, the impact you want to have on the world, right? So this is going to be an assignment I'm going to give you, right? To get this clear on paper. I call it a clarity manifesto because what is a manifesto? It is something I want to manifest and I'm clear on it. This is what I'm clear on. I want to manifest this in all of the different areas of your life to write this out. I'm going to help you supercharge this in a minute. But it, let's let's just settle for a moment on this idea that you get to create this this living, breathing document that you can always update. And by knowing this, how you're going to be spending your time with these relationships in the future and what your income looks like, all of this stuff, if you create your ideal day from this, if anything is possible, then all of the ideas that you have for creating a business now, which path should I choose, it gives you sort of a filter for that now. Because... You can easily see that 
this, I'm just going to call it a business plan or a business idea or a particular path is either so misaligned with that future, future version of yourself and your values that it's a no. Or it might be so aligned with it that it's a yes, or it might be a maybe, let's try it out, let's figure it out. Okay. It really makes it easy to, to make this clear decisions in your present in real time if you know how those decisions are either in alignment or out of alignment with the future that you've gotten clear about that you want. Right, right, right. Yeah. And let's face it, there is no shortage of opportunities on this planet right now. So that just becomes a traffic problem, right? Yeah. I don't know. I've just been like being in, had this mentality being into me that it's like, that it's like there's only like one way to do things or whatnot, but that's not true anymore. You know, internet, social media, like all that. Gives well, so it never possibilities. was. Yeah. It never was true. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. You just believe, you started believing it at some point. I did. Yeah. yeah. And then you repeated it and other people repeated it. It, yeah. it just looked and became so real. Yeah. Well, it, it, it just, I guess, not to like blame any other external thing, but it's, you know, it's that education system, it's the parents, they, you know, telling you what they think they know is right, um, et cetera. But we don't have to get into that. <laughs> no, we don't. Because I, I have this conversation all the time with people. And yeah. this is a very common struggle. Yeah. But, it, and, but, but we're, we're talking about overcoming limiting beliefs also. Yeah. 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 I, I teach a course on that. We, re, we literally go through and reprogram it. We can do it in 90 minutes and then you continue the homework later. But it, it's a very quick process. But the underlying foundation, the fundamental concept behind reprogramming living beliefs is just recognizing the programming, which you just did. So you can start to see more of that programming that's gone on in your life. And you just challenge it and you, you question it and you get used to it. Yeah. Well, and, and I, so I just like this. There's you know a lot of it's there's some good assignments here that that can help me kind of figure out how to be more clear on what I want. So, yeah, um, I think we'll, we'll sort of maybe leave it there. Cause there's yeah. so I know. <laughs> much more we could talk about. I could open up all so many different cans of worms. We could talk about <laughs> meditation and how to, you know, help using that to manifest what you yeah. want. Um, lending beliefs and all kinds of different right, so right, goal right. setting. Up. So, yeah. I know these conversations can always go anywhere, but I, I'm glad I, I talked though. I, and I'm, I don't know if that kind of went all over the place. Um, but I still, still I think, think it does, it is stay, it stays clear or it stays focused on what clarity is and how to achieve that. So, well, we stayed um, on track, right? So we yeah. talked about some of what, what clarity is. And then we, we talked about some of the ways to get around it. And then we went through your specific example of what you're struggling through and walked through that and how to undo that. And, but really what it comes down to, my biggest takeaway from this conversation for you is sit down regularly, once a week, twice a week, whatever you want to do, put it on your calendar. 10 minutes, 5 minutes, 20 minutes, it's up to you. Commit to something where you're going to sit down and you're going to draw out your clarity manifesto, mm -hmm. your ideal day, your ideal vision of yourself, and all of the major areas of life. Get really detailed on those. Detail them out. Yeah. I, I like that. I think I'm going to create like a template or like a document that yeah, asking you the right questions and then just keep that living, breathing document. Uh, yes. And remember I said I was going to help you supercharge this? Yeah. So here's how to supercharge this, okay? Read through it and create this movie of this person in your head. So you can actually read through it and take the essence of what all of that is and literally into 20 seconds, maybe even 10 seconds, 
or 30 seconds, whatever. But you're going to be able to see this person in the future. Mm. You're going to see him and hear him mm -hmm. acting this way and behaving this way and living this way, right? This is the most important part about, so this is the supercharging part. Now you get to see how this person is and now you're, you're giving yourself something to evolve into. You're making this so real. These are no longer just words on paper. This is something in your mind's eye and your mind's ear that you can see. And remember, the more we think about something, the more real it becomes. We believe something because we've heard it or said it or we've seen it over and over and over. We've thought it over and over and over and over and over and over again until it becomes so real that we believe it's true. And the gap between who you are right now and this future version of yourself will become so small that sometimes there's, there's no perceptible difference between the two. You actually are this person. Yeah. But it's getting used to looking at that movie. And then what you do is you look at that movie every day. And this is the easy part. You wrote out the document. You put all this work into it. The living, reading document. You can update it. You can change it. Add, subtract. But this movie of yourself can be different every day when you see how would this person behave in this situation. You can have this person go back through a situation that you didn't like your behavior in or you didn't like the results you got. You can say, how would my future self have behaved in that situation? Right. Or you can say, I've got something coming up here and I'm not really sure about it, or I have some fear about it, or some uncertainty. How would my future self handle itself? But and I, I mean this, start to see this living version of yourself in your mind's eye. That's, that's, that's the culmination of what's on that paper. See this person living and breathing and acting, and you'll become that. That's It's already so exciting for me to think about him. So <laughs> it's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, Victor. Hey, we'll talk soon, man. Yeah. Nice conversation tonight. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're absolutely welcome. All right. Does your future look a lot more clear now? You you know what you're doing? You got places to go, people to see, things to do? If not, it makes sense. You know, again, as I mentioned before, you're not going to have like a complete sense of clarity really at any point of our life anyway. But there are a lot of things you can do that will bring you a step closer to it that will bring you to a place where you can find a little more fulfillment in in what you're doing and in your purpose um, knowing where you want to go so i hope you can take away some of the the little homework assignments there that william gave to me that's something that i've been working on myself as well and it's been very eye-opening just in terms of my own education about myself so I definitely advocate for it. And I want to hear how it helps you if, you if you do end up doing it or if you're struggling with it or need some, you know, extra explanation or, or whatnot or to use me as a sounding board, definitely hit me up. Uh, you can visit my website at victorung, victorung.com where you can learn a little more about me and what I've been up to, what my blog is about and as well as my own coaching services to also help others find some clarity in their lives as well. But if not, I hope this helped you at least. Thank you again for listening, and I will catch you next next Monday. Talk to you later. See ya.